Good morning, Mendocino County and beyond. You are tuned to Wild Oak Living here on KZYXNZ, the program about building community and living sustainably in Mendocino County and beyond. It comes to you every other Thursday from 9 to 10 a.m. And uh, if you have any suggestions or feedbacks or questions about the about the uh, program, please send me an email. You can reach me by sending an email to contact at wildoak.org. That's contact at wildoak.org. And in case I didn't say it at the beginning, this is Johanna Wildoak. And today we are talking about the arts. Um, you, you might know if you're a regular listener that, <clears throat> excuse me, one of the things I like to cover regularly in our community is uh, the arts, you know, the, the arts, uh, art events and uh, by local artists and art organizations. Uh, I've done several programs about that last year. And today I'm sort of continuing this, this, um, this, this vein, in this vein. We're going to be talking today with uh, Donna DiTerra and Gary Martin. Uh, Gary Martin is the curator of the Willits Center for the Arts and Donna DiTerra is a guest curator of a show coming up in early March. Uh, we're just going to go ahead <clears throat> and start our conversation by talking with Donna DiTerra about this upcoming show to get you that information and then we're going to spend some time with Gary Martin to talk about the Willits Center for the Arts, its history, the classes and events that are coming up there and we will actually also, if uh, if time permits and we're not preempted, we will take your phone calls later in in the um, in the hour if you have arts events or art developments or questions or information to share about the arts in mendocino county get ready to give us a call later in the hour we will be happy to take your phone calls so right now i would like to uh, welcome donna Terra, who is a well-known name in our county associated with many many different things uh, um, the, the thing that comes to mind foremost for me is of course your your many years of of teaching us all all to uh, grow and use medicinal herbs um, and the the uh, the herb guild and I don't know if we if we have some time we might even talk about that Donna I know we didn't we didn't actually set that up but I, I would love to hear an update about that if we have time later in the hour but today let's talk about voices of the earth which is a guest show that you are curating and uh, and it which will um, be exhibited starting in March tell us all about it and how it came about and what people will be able to see. Well, thank you, Johanna, and also thank you for this opportunity to get the word out. So, the Voices of the Earth is an invitational show. Uh, here's the concept. Uh, artists were sent three dozen quotes that speak to how the Earth or Gaia or nature communicates to us and through us. And they were invited to choose one quote and interpret it visually in any medium. So the show will be a result of that, and it's quite an eclectic, artistic expression um, that will be at the Willett Center for the Arts in the gallery from opening on March 4th and running through March 27th. And uh, it involves artists of all ages. Uh, there's actually a compilation piece from the Willett's High School students and how that came together is uh, the art and 
instructor Carolyn Bakewell had 18 students each interpret the same quote. And they each did a small 9 by 10 canvas, which have all been put together in one piece. And uh, the, I, I recall that the quote for that one is a pygmy saying. The quote is, all is alive, all is speaking, all is loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the, this is a benefit for, benefit for the Willett Center for the Arts. Uh, the center, like many of our organizations, has really felt the uh, impact of the pandemic and not being able to be open. Um, and so we're hoping that this benefit will not only be a forum for the artists, but will create some revenue for the center as well. Yeah, this is actually one of the reasons I sort of stepped up my coverage of the arts in the last two years, is because I realized... Okay, I'm getting a message that we are, let me see if I can read this message. Okay, looks like, looks like we have until 9.30 today, so great. Okay, right. wonderful. Uh, Gary, was there something you wanted to add there about the center? Well, I'm very excited about the show. Uh, you know, it should be uh, interesting to, to see what uh, Donna's come up with here. And, uh, yeah, so I'm very excited about it. Once again, we'll be opening on March 4th, and we're open on weekends, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays from 11 till 5 in the afternoon. Donna, talk a bit about the various media. I, I know that, that you invited people to, to submit um, artwork using various media. And talk a bit about, you know, what, what kind of media the art is that, that, that is going to be exhibited. Okay, I think I'm going to pass that one along to Gary because he's been um, in charge of the receiving end of the work. And I know we'll have a real mixed bag, but Gary, could you speak more to that? Yes, we have exactly like she said, we've got this mixed bag. I haven't seen any sculpture come through yet, but uh, <clears throat> paintings and uh, fabrics and uh, collage work, um, they're all coming in. They're, they're all proposed. I haven't seen that much of the work yet, Donna. Uh, well, that's true. It's 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 being delivered on on Monday. Right on Monday. Yeah. On Monday. Yeah. Well, that would be a nice a nice revelation on Monday. Yes. I, I'm kind of curious about. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Gary. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, 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 no. I no. You go ahead, please. Okay. Uh, I'm curious about uh, uh, the the choice of the the subject matter, voices of the earth. Mm -hmm. Can you talk a bit about the background for that and what inspired you to to do this in the first place? Well, uh, one of the first main intentions uh, was to to create some revenue for the Willett Center for the Arts. It's really a, just a gem in our community and uh, has is a a place that hundreds of volunteers put together over the years and there's so many things going on there that benefit us all. Uh, personally, I was inspired uh, by, well, in the first place, I have a quote collection. I'm a person who really values uh, people who can write in such a way that it causes us to reflect or think or think in new ways. And so I have really an extensive quote collection. And I also felt that uh, in these times that we are in, it's worth thinking about Gaia, uh, if we think of the Earth as a living organism, and 
some people say that humans are the consciousness of the earth, then if we are speaking on behalf of the earth, what would the earth say through our voice? And and thus the voices of the earth. It's, it seems like a, an important time for us to reflect on this. Yeah, that, you know, it's interesting uh, to think about, you know, the fact that we have this juxtaposition of the climate crisis and the pandemic and other things like, you know, the uh, war and famines and, and, and all these natural disasters. And they're all they're all sort of coming at us together, which, you know, to me, seems like a clear signal from Mother Earth. I, I, I very much believe in that concept. Um, and at the same time, we are so preoccupied with dealing with all of these emergencies that, you know, we, we may be less less tuned in to what Mother Earth is trying to tell us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think the, the uh, idea of Gaia, it might be worth uh, a mention here. And it was, I think, the early 70s when two scientists, uh, James Lovelock and Lynn Margolis, came up with this hypothesis that the earth was a living being and that we were all part of this living being and of course indigenous people had been aware of this for forever but uh, it caused quite a stir in the scientific community at the time and their idea that they put forth was that um, all parts of the earth were connected you know, the, the oceans, the forests, the atmosphere, the biosphere, and that whatever happened in one part of the earth affected the whole. And uh, it seems like uh, a good concept to keep in mind as we move forward, that anything that we do is affecting the whole. Isn't that where the idea of, of, of the, the beat of a butterfly's wings can... I, I oh, just to right. I remember that quote, but I can't, <laughs> can't quote it. <laughs> right, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. So, so this show then is, uh, just to iterate for people who might have just tuned in, this show is going to run, you said, from March 4th until the end of March? Uh, March 27th is the last okay. day. At and the Willard Center for the Arts. Right, right. it'll be four weekends. Four weekends, okay. So, um and uh, Gary, this this show is is probably you know is is like at the at the center of what's happening at the Willits Center for the Arts for the for the months of March. But you there are also many other things going on. I understand. I know you were on the program last year. We talked about. Uh, uh, I think there's talks that you give, uh, art talks. There's there's workshops and other events. You want to talk a bit about some of the other things happening at the Willits Center? Yes, for the there's Arts. a lot going on. We have uh, several ceramic classes going on right now. Every Thursday, I'm surprised we don't have more people at our life drawing classes. Uh, it's every Thursday from 1 till 4, and I think they charge uh, 10 or $15. That's money for the model. But, uh, yeah, we'd like to see more people at the life drawing class. You, you, know, you don't have to be terribly experienced. These people will help you. I do art talks, uh, which is an art history, uh, art history lectures, actually. Uh once a month, we have uh, West African dancing. We have frontier uh, twirlers who are square dancers, and they come every week. Uh, the, all of these things are open to people that are interested. So there's a really a lot going on. Uh, they're doing a Mother's Day clay thing. Uh, 
the, of course, our shows change monthly. You know, that's quite a project there. But you were talking before you mentioned Donna. Donna was mentioning that uh, the, her show, the, the she's presenting here, that's actually two years in the making. Uh, we talked about this in 2020, and because of the pandemic, we had to close down. We closed for almost a year. So what's happened since then is uh, during the year, we paid our bills. We paid them for the entire year, but we kind of are starting over again. So that's happening right now. And but Dr. the places, I'm sorry, go ahead. Okay. I, I, I was just going to mention, you know, Donna, you had mentioned that this this show coming up in March, Voices of the Earth, uh, isn't going to have the usual opening that 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 you know is is part of raising funds for the Willett Center for the Arts or for any art organization. You know, an opening is usually a very important event, not just to get the word out about the show, but also to raise funds right. for the organization. And so, and so this this. Um, this show, uh, you know, I'd like to help get the word out about this show so that so that you know the show can do its its function that that the UN had intended, which is to help raise funds for the Willett Center for the Arts, which seems such a community treasure. I mean, every time I I talk to you, Gary, or anybody about the Willett Center for the Arts, I'm just amazed that our little county of Mendocino and our little town of Willets and Greater Willets has such an amazing organization in such an amazing building, such a beautiful building, such beautiful interiors. It's just amazing. Well, thank you. The uh, We also uh, serve all of Mendocino County. We don't just whole artists artists from Willits. We mm -hmm. I try to do one artist from Willits monthly, but we're pulling from all over the county now. So I'm always looking for new artists. Mm -hmm. And Willits is so centrally located that it's you know it's basically at the at the at the center of the spoke of roads that go out into the right. county. So. Right. Well right now we're also at the art center I believe for Leightonville and Covalo. Covalo is trying to to get something going. They have something going at their library all the time. Uh, so that's one thing, but uh, anyway, we we try to serve those uh, areas as well. One of the things that we do is we sponsor art history classes for students, and uh, we do this here in Laytonville, Covalo, and uh, Willits, of course. We go to all the schools, and we give them art history lessons. We reach about 2,000 children a month. Now, wow. this year is, well, with COVID, with that thing, I haven't been allowed to go into the classrooms this year. Mm -hmm. So, but as a rule, we, at 20 and 21, I've done some work by Zoom, but it's just not the same as going into the classroom and doing it. Right, right. Donna, can you talk a bit about some of the artists that are going to be exhibiting at this Voices of the Earth show? Mm. Well, uh, some of them are well-known artists, at least well-known in this area. And I would mention uh, Linda McDonald and Ilea Stewart, uh, Michael Mills. As Gary said, there are artists from all over the county. We have a, a, a fabric artist from the coast, Joe Britton. And uh, yeah, I don't have my list in front of me, but I will say that there are now about 35 artists who have uh, stepped up and are bringing pieces of their work. And then the Willits High School piece involves 18 students. So it will be a, a good showing. Yeah. Uh, we were talking a little bit earlier about 
the building. Uh, you mentioned what a beautiful building it is, Johanna. Uh, may I give you a little bit of history about that? Absolutely. Okay. Well, the building that houses the center is actually a historic building in Willits. It's been there for, well, almost 100 years. And in 1926, it opened as the Women's Improvement Club. And they did uh, different projects to improve the town, and they planted trees, and they... they put troughs of water for horses on the main street. This was back, of course, when horses were a mode of transportation. And uh, over the years, it was uh, the building has also been used as a jail and as a senior center, as a teen center. But it was vacant for many years. And there were three artists, uh, Larry Melius, Nancy McCone, and Mary Porter, who got together and said, you know, we should make that building into a community center for artists. So they went to the to the town, and the town council agreed and leased the building. And <laughs> then it was about eight years of raising funds. And this is a familiar pattern, I think, all over the county, where people just worked for years with different benefits. In Willits, it was art auctions and dances. And... Hundreds of volunteers have been involved. Then Judy Hope put together the the plans for the center, and John Hoffmeister oversaw the renovation. And in the year 2000, it opened. Uh, and Gary, could you do the history from that point? Yes, yeah, since the opening, uh, shows have been going on monthly. This has been happening. Around 2015, we finished the Great Room, which is the area upstairs. And that's for rent. Uh, something else very exciting I wanted to mention to you, Joanna, is that the Willard Center for the Art has assumed the position of writing a public art policy. So mm-hmm. this is something very exciting because we're getting our first piece of public art and we're going to continue uh, to try and uh, bring in more artists to Willits to uh, actually produce artwork. So anyway, this is something very exciting. This is... a, a you know, it's an extension of everything that we've done so far. Uh, the Willard Center for the Arts is really an oasis for the arts. Uh, and almost anything and anything can go on there. Performances, poetry, uh, music, of course. Music, of course. Uh, so it, it's a very exciting place, and it's for everyone. It's not just for a few people. It's for the whole of Mendocino you know, to come and to see and to be, take advantage of it. I've been to a couple of concerts in, in the great room upstairs at the Willett Center for the Arts. And, and uh, I noticed not only what a beautiful room it is, but it seems to have really, really good acoustics. Great so, acoustics. Yeah. So I, I, want, I want to recommend it to people who are thinking about putting on concerts in the county, you know, as, as, a, as a concert venue. It's uh and and you know it's really lovely during during the break if there is one to go downstairs and to look at the art, um, so you have an you can combine going to a concert and have an art experience at the same time. Yeah. Let me just take a moment to reiterate that you are listening to Wild Oak Living here on KZYX and Z Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. This is Johanna Wildock. My guests today are, are Donna DiTerra and Gary Martin. Donna DiTerra is the guest key.
curator of a show coming up at the Willett Center for the Arts at uh, starting March 4th. And Gary Martin is the curator of the Willett Center for the Arts. And we are talking both about the show and about the Center for the Arts, its history, and all the wonderful things that the Center offers to the community. Um, so I wanted to um, give you an opportunity to, we have about eight minutes left oh, or maybe bye. six minutes. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> all right. We, we've just been told that we've got plenty of time. All right. <laughs> okay. Just to let our audience know uh, if you've been hearing it from other news sources biden is president biden is speaking this morning we had originally planned to switch over to special coverage at 9 30 this morning but uh as has been as has been happening in the past um uh, president biden's speech is running late um he, i think he learned that from his former boss obama and um so we are going to start special coverage at 10.30 this morning. So we're not going to be preempted. In fact, you might even be able to hear some music before President Biden speaks from 10 to 10.30. So we're going to be on till 10, then, then some a local programming from 10 to 10.30, and then at 10.30 we're going to, at, this is the current plan. The current plan is to switch over uh, at at 10.30. So we're not going to be preempted, and we are thankful for that. Um, and speaking uh, of of not going to be preempted, uh, I want to I make sure that we, t we talk about uh, anything that I haven't asked you about, um, Gary or Donna, if you want to share some more information about the show or some more information about what's happening at the museum. And then at some point, I want to invite people to call in if they have questions or mm -hmm. contributions, or if you have, if you are yourself associated with an art organization and you have events coming up, this is a great opportunity for you to call in in a little bit and share that information. And we'll be, we'll be starting to take phone calls in a few minutes now that we know we're not going to be preempted and the phone number to call at that point is 707-895-2448 but let's spend a few more minutes before we take phone calls to talk uh, about anything that we haven't covered yet in relation to the show or to the Willett Center for the Arts um, and and if you'd be willing Donna I'd also love to talk to, to ask you just a, a couple questions about what's happening with the Mendocino County Herb, Herb Guild I don't know if you're willing to share a bit of information about that I'd, I'd be glad to uh, okay, I do want to let's, let's talk about the show and the Willett yeah. Center for the Arts and then see see, see where our time goes all right uh, there, there is one an, another part of the show that I'd like to mention it's uh, going to be a project that will be hanging in the hallway of the gallery and it's called uh, the earth speaks through me and there's a form to fill out um, the invitation is what does the earth want to communicate through your voice and there's a a picture of the earth with a uh, thought balloon like in a cartoon coming out from it and you fill in what it is the earth has to say through your voice and these are going to be hanging up in the hallway uh, so i have about 50 of them to put up on the wall that people have already filled out but if someone comes to the show and is so inclined, they can get one of these forms at the reception desk and then pin it up on the wall and uh, get a sense of what people are thinking about in this in this realm. Yeah. 
Gary, maybe you can reiterate also the opening hours uh, and, uh, and, and and is there a website where people can find out? Yes, more? yes, you can find out more information on WillettCenterForTheArts.org. That's all lowercase, WillettCenterForTheArts.org. And you mentioned earlier the opening hours, Friday, The opening Saturday. hours, Fridays through Sunday, and will be open from 11 a.m. till 5 p.m. daily. Mm-hmm. And we're so always looking for volunteers to help. So if anybody out there is interested. Uh, well, this, this could be a fun thing for somebody to do who likes. Uh, well, it's only three hours a month we're asking for. You just you kind of sit there and greet people when they come in to see the show or other acti- for other activities. Yes. And and what are just just because some people are are still worried about that kind of thing. Uh, what are what are some of the the, the COVID the COVID? Well, we the senior center seniors. Uh, a lot of seniors were involved volunteering for us, and uh, again, you know, they're just worried about dealing with the public, and it's yeah. understandable. Uh, what about coming to to the museum? Is is um, how are you dealing with well, that? It, 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 it's been fine. People have been wearing masks. We, you know, they've mm-hmm. been coming in, and uh, we get about oh, I don't know, fifty, sixty people a weekend that pop in. So it, you know, it's a pretty good crowd. It's, uh, and of course, you know, while that's going on, other activities are going on as well: dancing upstairs and uh, parties upstairs and things like that. We've always got something going on. Mm-hmm. If possible, I'd like to speak more about this public art project, too. Yes, let's do it. Very, very important. I mean, we're trying to get all departments on board and to write this policy. Ukiah has a policy, wow. and they're promoting the arts like crazy. I mean, they're doing a wonderful job. But here in Willits, we've still got to get everybody on board. They want The, the city wants the policy written that would include... Uh, you know, who gets to show and how and how people are selected and uh, all of those type of things. So if people are interested, please send the Willett Center for the Arts uh, I, your ideas for art and uh, we'll certainly take a look at it. We have a small board. We're looking for more members for the board for the public uh, sculpture uh, project. And we have more things in mind already. The one piece that's being installed is a donation by Jane Camp. And uh, she's spending a good deal of money for this piece. It's pinwheels. It's actually pinwheels. We're hoping to make people smile. <laughs> so it'll be on the uh, park uh, located at 101 and Route 20, where the first piece of public art for Willits will be going in. So we are quite excited about that. Yes. Can you talk a bit more about what what is the purpose of a public art policy? What does it do? Well, you know, well, my immediate uh, reason for uh, stirring up the pot, so to speak, is economically. Uh, you know, where Willits is uh, has a poverty rate of thirty one percent, and shops downtown are are getting by. You know, people are supporting the shops that are there. But we have all these empty buildings as well that we have to do something about. And so it's with public art, have enough, we have several things going on. People will come to see what we're doing. People will come to town. I mean, it will make a difference. And for the citizens, it's very important as well. Uh, well-being, 
uh, pride in, you know, in, in what's going on, pride in their city, uh, you know, and we're hoping, like I said, uh, the biggest part of the uh, main thing of this, I want to make, we want to make people smile and enjoy public art. That's such a, such an important role. You know, I, I, I grew up, I grew up in a, in a place where uh, public art always and still does play a very large role so so i'm i'm sort of used to the concept of being you know of going to a park or going to a, mm-hmm. a, a shopping center or you know going to any kind of public thing and there's there'll be a sculpture or right. a statue or you know or something that kids can climb on you know um uh, one of the things, that, that yeah kind of one of the things that i'd like uh, to do is have a uh, some type of a farm animal reproduced in bronze for children to put outside the children's uh, playground in Willets, something they can touch and keep shiny and something that will introduce them to art at an early age when you said keep shiny that 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 immediately brought up my my childhood memory of of this of this one piece of public art that was a a huge life-size wild boar yeah and it had a bronze yep, yep and 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 we could not walk past this without polishing without pol- <laughs> yes yes it'd be wonderful it'd be wonderful so that's another idea we've got but we're looking for sculptures we're looking for sculptures and uh, if there are people out there listening right now, you know, please send us your ideas. We'd love to hear from you. Would you like to offer an email that people can, or a phone number that people can use to get in touch? Yes. Uh, the telephone number at the Art Center is 707-459-1726. Again, that's 707-459-1726. And the email again is WillettsCenterForTheArts.org. The, the uh, website. The website. Yeah, the website. The website. The website. Yeah. It's best to send it to manager at WillettCenterForTheArts.org. Okay, uh, great. Sasha will get the message then and she'll be able to relay it to the rest of us. She's our manager. Right. So you're you're looking for people who are interested in in producing or helping oh, to yes. produce art for public spaces. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's one thing we'd like to get going here. And that will certainly as you said earlier that will cert- that word about that will certainly get out and it will bring people who are curious. One other project that we're working on is we'd like to do a traveling show. I'd like to exchange uh our artists here on the in the inland community with those on the coast, and there are several other art centers around Mendocino County, and I think it'd be wonderful if we could uh, join hands, so to speak, and we could see what's going on on the coast, what's going on in northern Mendocino, uh, things along that line. So I'm planning that for 2023, and uh, we'll see how that one goes. So what, how that would work is that artists from the coast would come and display their art at the Willett Center for the Art and vice versa or something Correct. like that, for example? Correct. Yeah, it would take three or four months, uh, you know, traveling. You know, a month here, a month there, a month there. Okay. Yeah, great. Yeah. Um, Donna, I, I, I want to spend a few minutes on, on the Herb Guild, but is there anything else that you'd like to share with us about this upcoming, maybe just reiterate again for people who might have tuned in during the, during the hour about the show, what's called 
and what's it about and the, and the dates and again all right yes well it is a benefit for the willett center for the arts the show is called voices of the earth and it will be uh 35 plus different artists who have interpreted a quote visually uh, in many different mediums and uh, it'll be on display from march 4th to march 27th and uh the hours that the gallery is open is from 11 to 5 p.m. So we encourage everyone to come and see what local artists are doing, and local being all of Mendocino County. And Gary, I'm wondering, do you have an art talk coming up soon? Yes, I do. That's on uh, the second Friday of, is it March? Yes, it's March. And that would be on the 10th. December, or excuse me, it's not on the 10th. I'm sorry. Let me get here to my calendar. That would be on March 11th. And it's about Egypt. Everything you ever wanted to know about Egypt. <laughs> the talks are about an hour long. And I we have a huge uh, projection screen. And so, you yeah, you can really get into art. You can really see some wonderful, wonderful art. Mm-hmm. So this is a, a live in-person event at the yes. for the Arts? Yes, we can only take about 50 people. I have the chairs well spaced. The room holds 175, but uh, we're only allowing like 50 people for these. Uh, you know, we again, we have to separate the chairs. We've got to do just social distancing for everyone. And do you want people to sign up in advance? Uh, no, no, you just come. They the start at 630 on the second Friday of the month, this particular Friday being uh, the 11th of March. Okay. For some reason, I'm, I'm hearing in the background a kind of an echo. N- neither one of you has a radio on, right? No. Well, yeah, it's very strange. <laughs> it's kind. It's very faint, but I, I, I keep hearing it. Yeah. All right. So, so um, last call for any other information about the Willett Center for the Arts. And, of course, we will invite phone calls in a minute. Uh, no, you go ahead. I, I think we, <laughs> we've covered quite a bit. Thank you so much for having us, Joanna. Oh, sure. And just to reiterate, this is a fundraiser for the Willett Center for the Arts, and it is an, an opportunity for people who who love the Willett Center for the Arts uh, to support, you know, to support it and, and enjoy art at the same time. You know, that's that's. That's the reason I cover these these topics, and I and and I in, invite artists and art organizations from around the county to be on Wild Oak Living, is to help get the word out and to help make sure that we support, and and um, and 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 maintain, maintain and and you know keep this kind of wonderful activity in our community because art is such an important part of our lives, and it's especially important I feel you know during a period when we have so many challenges because you know we need a way to could connect with beauty and to connect with each other and um and you know art programs are such a wonderful way to do that um so i wanted to um uh, and gary please feel free to stay with us uh, if if you like because we're going to take phone calls and there might be some questions for you uh, later right. on um Let's just take a, a couple of minutes to talk about the the Mendocino County Herb Guild, Donna. I know you're associated with that, and and what's happening in that in that arena. Well, the Herb Guild is sponsoring some uh, monthly talks.
talk. Each talk is about a particular plant, and people come, and it's sort of a, everyone contribute. <laughs> Um, to see the schedule for that, it would be checking the website at mendocinoherbguild.com. Um, I want to mention that there's a couple of other new herb organizations inland, and that's very exciting. Um, one is called the Carminative Collective. Oh. People could check that out. And those are each of those words is started with a K and instead of a C. So it's Carminative Collective. And I don't have their uh, information in front of me, but you could Google that. And that's a brand new uh, herb group. And then uh, there's yet another one uh, that I've been involved with. And uh, we are tentatively calling ourselves the Elder Broads because we're all, <laughs> we're all in our 70s, and uh, we are sponsoring a series of garden tours that go from May through September. And again, the idea here is to reinvigorate our community, the community of herbalists and farmers and plant people. And uh, I'll just run by those dates, if I may. Yes, please. Uh, so on May 15th, that's a tentative date at this point, the Gleaners, which is a group that, you know, collects fruit in the fall and then uh, passes it to the food bank and so forth, the Gleaners have an annual sale in mid-May. And from that vantage point, from that spot, herbalists are going to do walking tours just in the neighborhood around Willits. Uh, that'll be downtown Willits on May 15th. And in June, June 11th, there'll be a tour out where I live, which is northeast of Willits, a piece of land called Motherland. And we're going to tour the food and herb gardens and look at a few other homestead uh, developments like a cob bench and a catchment pond and so forth. Uh, July 16th will be a tour of the Green Uprising Farm, and that's one that's in the Willits Valley. Uh, they have a lot going on there that would interest people. And lastly, in August, uh, probably mid-August, we don't have the date yet, there will be tours up at Ridgewood Ranch. Then now there's several gardens there, several farms, and this will be a tour of the agricultural things that are going on there so we do not have a website at this point if there's someone who's interested in participating or getting more information they could email me and that's motherland at pacific.net so hopefully this will reinvigorate our our community of plant lovers and uh off to a good season and you know i've just decided um because we, we just sort of inserted this topic at, at the last minute today. It deserves uh, it deserves more time. And so sometime between now and May, if you're willing, and maybe if the other uh, organizations are available, maybe we should do a show dedicated to, to this topic. I'd be so glad to, yes. Yeah. Share more information. And now I'd like to do as promised, and that is to uh, open up the uh, phone lines. If you have any questions or contributions or information to share with us about art and art events coming up in Mendocino County, 
or if you have any questions for Donna about the upcoming show Voices of the Earth or for Gary Martin about the Willett Center for the Arts, please give us a call and join our conversation. That number is 707-895-2448. That's 707-895-2448. And um, thank you so much, um, Rich, for be standing by in the studio to take your calls. So this, this is your opportunity to give us a call right now. And it looks like... Uh, we looks like okay. We'll we'll just wait for a call. Um, so uh, the um, I'm just sort of reflecting on on the interesting uh, name that you said that one of the new herbal carminative uh, uh, collective. That sounds like such an intriguing name. I'm wondering I'm wondering how they how they came upon that and and what what they are doing. Oh, it's a uh, it's actually we have a call. Hold, hold on a second. Do we have a call? Okay. Hello, caller. You're live on Wild Oak Living. Oh, hello. This is a wonderful program. Thanks. Oh, my God. I've got to turn it off. Hi, Tara. Hi. Hi there. Good to hear your voice and hear you. Um, yes, um, I, uh, my dear friend, Del Pruitt, uh, a great icon here in our community, is a wonderful artist, a wonderful teacher. She has passed on. I don't know if you know that. Are you there? Yes, we're hearing you. Oh, uh, well, I just wanted people to know that uh, she has passed on. She's no longer with us in form. And and I, she was my dearest friend, wonderful artist. I mean, Adele Pruitt, Adele Pruitt. Mm-hmm. Yes. I kind of, uh, there's some bad connection or something. Um, and I thought perhaps, you know, some of her paintings or some something could be presented even up at the Willits. Um, I don't mean a whole evening, but have a little corner there or something to feature her. She's to me, she was a master. She's a master painter, um, a great teacher of many fine artists, and we will be having a memorial for her. So, I'm not sure where yet. Okay. Um, yeah, we we did hear that. Maybe you maybe you could contact the Center for the Arts or or Gary or or Donna to 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 or or Sasha, the manager of the museum, to talk about that kind of exhibit. And and we do have another. Do we have another phone call? No, we don't. Okay. Yeah, Tara, that's a wonderful idea, and thank you so much for sharing that information with us. Yeah, Tara, consider you know having your uh, memorial service at the center. You might want to okay. consider that. Talk to Sasha it, about that. It, it looks like it looks like she hung up. Oh, but right. um, I, I have Tara's email. I can get in touch with her and, and okay, make great. that suggestion to her. Great. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. So if you would like to join our conversation, you have an opportunity now to give us a call at 707-895-2448. That's 707-895-2448. I'd like to particularly invite anybody associated with any of the other art organization arts organizations in the county i'm sure you have shows or events or things coming up this would be a good opportunity and we do have a call hello you're live on wildlife living hi johanna this is randy from willits and uh thank you so much i've been wanting to to listen to hear about the herb guild and donna tierra um i'm not sure if she's still doing the medicine plants in in the county but I'd like to um, publicize, if we can, this Sunday and Monday at the Jug Handle Creek um, 
farm. I think they're taking a walk out to the Casper 500 where they're proposing to clear cut. And the Pomo Nation is asking for a moratorium on logging so that we can preserve and protect both the old growth and the medicine plants that are in our terrain because they're disappearing. I went, drove out on the summer, uh, the, the autumn solstice, September 21st. I drove out Road 409. And after I was coming home from my daughter's house in Albion, and I cried. I cried for an hour because they have scoured. There's clear-cutting depth there. There's three logging roads, and they're down to the bare bones, red soil, orange soil. There's not one stitch of green. There's no fern. There's no... I cried. I just I was saying they're destroying the, the duff, the, the mulch, you know, all the, the dead trees that need to be there to make the soil fertile for the new generation. And people are not conscious of what's happening to our woods. We're down to, what, 99% of the old growth are gone. And so they're trying to just, I don't know who they are. Somebody's coming in. It's not local people, I don't believe. But in any event, Donna, I would love to ask you to to participate in helping to identify some of those medicine plants, the angelica root and the um, horsetail and the yerba buena and wild strawberries. I mean, I know some... But I don't know all, and I, I really thank you, Johanna, for having these gifted artists, because guarding is an art, and uh, we need to have people there. At I think they're gathering at 11 in the morning at the Jug Handle Creek uh, parking lot on Highway 1. And, and you have, said uh, this was this Sunday and Monday? Sunday and Monday, yeah. I think there may be a bear dance on Saturday. I haven't been able to locate the information. It's not been real clear yet. But there, uh, the Hoopa Yurok tribe, I think, is coming down, and there's going to be some dancers. I think it's it might be Sunday, and then again, it might be Saturday. I'm not sure. I'm hoping that the radio station will come through with more clear directions. But if, if you can't walk that far, then go up uh, Fern Creek Road to Orchard Drive, and you can park your car there. I also have a friend that lives on uh, on. Uh, 409, and I think you can park your car along the side of the, uh, uh, I can't walk that far myself, I'm 74 now, I'm going to be 75 on March 1st, but I think it's really imperative that we identify these places, once it's gone, it's gone, it's irreparable damage, and the people that are doing this logging and doing this, you know, just, it's, it, there's a difference between need and greed, and we have we need to have our trees for our future, for our children, and for the breathability and the soils and the salmon. I think um, the salmon always bring me home, and uh, when they come up, the streams and if the erosion silt comes over and buries their eggs, they don't hatch. And when you remove the canopy of the trees over the soils, and the rains come, then it's much different than when the trees are there. And we need our grandmothers to hold their arms over the babies to embrace them. So I thank you, Johanna, for this opportunity to beat the drum and invite people to come to enjoy the woods while we have them. And I hope that we can somehow write write letters to the governor and to Jed Huffman and McGuire. And there was one other politician, I don't remember there who it was, but there were three people to call and ask for a logging moratorium. For let the, let the woods recover. Let the land be. Let it be. Because it's precious. Thank you so much, Randy, for being one of the guardians of our nature. I really appreciate your calling in about this. Take care. Do we have another caller? No? Okay. Um, Donna, did you want to comment at all on on identifying and saving the local herbs, the Mm -hmm. indigenous herbs? 
Well, I I would tell you my experience, and that is in the last few years, I've seen uh, uh, native plants that grow where I live uh, really be, diminish. And I think that has to do with the drought as well. So mm-hmm. I think uh, all of the forests are feeling the impact on so many levels. Uh, unfortunately, I can't uh, make it on Sunday, Monday. I have a commitment to this show, but there are many wonderful herbalists on the coast who could who, who could fill that role. And uh, Randy or anyone else, uh, someone I would consider calling would be Karen Uphoff. And uh, she works at the corners of the mouth. That would be a way to contact her if they need an ID person. She would be a good choice. Right, right, yeah. Wow, so many things, so many things going on. Um, and we do have a caller. Hello, caller. You're live on Wildlife Living. Hi, this is Annie Good, and I, number one, want to second what your former caller was talking about in terms of getting together at Jug Handle uh, on uh, this coming Sunday and Monday, which is going to be at 11 uh, o'clock, and the walk is at 11.30, and they're only going to walk about 50 yards. As I said, it's not going to be a strenuous walk. They want people to be prepared, rain or shine, and to wear comfortable, you know, shoes. So I'm seconding that one. But the other thing I want people to know is that we say that our art center, the Willett Center for the Arts, is accessible, and it is because some of the classes and the pottery classes and so on, uh, they do, you know, have substantial fees that are associated with them. But for people who are in need, there is there are scholarships or partial scholarships available, and I think people should know that and be able to take advantage of that. So that's what I wanted to share. Oh, thank you for bringing that up. I so appreciate that, and thanks for adding more details about the Jack Handel Park event. And we do have another call. Hello, you're live on Wild Oak Living. Hi, this is Prana in Willis. And I'm very much looking forward to the art show coming up, the Earth-Based Art Show and the Garden Tours. And I was, I'm also really interested in seeing more art in the streets of Willis. And I was curious if any of, if either of the guests know if the Paint the Town uh, initiative is still happening through Well. The Paint the Town initiative, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Well, I think you, yes. you brought about the well brought about the uh, uh, fire hydrants, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and there was also painting of the K rails. And I believe if people contact well, the Willis Economic. Well, I'm a member. I uh, I'm a member of Well, and I, I just uh, paid my dues. And I'm waiting for you know some responses as far as, far as your newsletter goes uh, to take a look at. I'm not aware of uh, our projects other than that that were well sponsored. Aprana, I think I believe that the Paint the Town initiative is on hold for right now, but they they certainly did a, a, a lot of good work when they were active. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, wonderful. And, yeah, that was a great way people could just contact well and get paint and paint fire hydrants. And there are some beautiful, I love the way the K-rails were painted. Um, that was a great way to spread some color throughout the town. Mm-hmm. 
Well, we're looking forward to spreading a lot, lot more color around town if we can get more artists going here. And uh, we've got an active uh, crew who's soliciting artists, so we should see things happen. Thank you so much for calling in and reminding us about that. Thank you. Um, I, I do have a question. The, the previous caller did, uh, while we're waiting for another call, the previous caller did mention um, that they are scholarships for some of your classes. I wanted, I wanted, wondered if you wanted to add to that, Gary. Yes, yes. Uh, if, if people who can't afford the classes, the pottery classes can seem to be expensive. We do offer scholarships or partial scholarships for these these things. Uh, in particular, for students, seniors, uh, things you know, uh, people that really need it. People that people that have to create art. And and we do have another call. Hello, caller. You're live on Wild Duck Living. Hi, I have a suggestion for a couple of sculptures that could be placed uh, maybe somewhere in Mendocino County. One would commemorate the first responders and the wildfires. Um, it could have a, a, ho- a lady with a horse, a firefighter, uh, a sheriff or a policeman, and a cat and a dog, and maybe a couple of children being brought out of the flames, and then smaller versions of it could be sold and used as a fundraiser. And then another idea, which is a little controversial, would be to have a tree sitter uh, sculpture in an art gallery where uh, children or someone could go up this tree and sit in a position in the tree limbs like uh, tree sitters, just to get that feeling. So anyway, those are my unusual ideas. I I do really do like the wildfire idea. Thank you so much for those two suggestions. Gary, you you want to respond to that? Uh, No, interesting. Interesting ideas. That's really all I've got to say about it. I always did wonder uh, what it felt like uh, for Luna to be up in the tree uh, <clears throat> and, for, and for the other tree sitters. So I'm, I'm intrigued by that suggestion. Um, also in terms of communicating to our kids, you know, who, who weren't around back then, mm-hmm. um, carrying things forward. Um, so we have a couple of minutes left. I just want to invite both of you, uh, Donna, maybe say a couple more words uh, and reiterate the information about the show. And Gary, if you can then you know, give us the contact information for the museum again. I think that's probably all the time we have today. So, Donna um, DeTarrett, would you like to go ahead? Yes. Well, I'm very excited to to see the result of 35 artists interpreting uh, a quote that they've chosen among many wonderful quotes. And uh, there'll be many different medias, lots of different sizes and shapes and interpretations. I have one short quote that I'd like to read for you right now, just to close with. Um, This is by Opal Whitley, and at the very beginning of the 19th century, uh, she was a young girl, she wrote this when she was six years old, who lived with her family in the logging camps, and she came to some fame. This is what she has to say. Earth voices are glad voices, and earth voices come up from the ground through the plants. And in the flowering, they do tell the earth songs to the wind. And the wind in her goings does whisper them to folks. So other folks do have knowings of earth songs. That is amazing for a six-year-old. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Um, a little nature spirit. 
So again, Voices of the Earth, a show coming up March 4th at the Willett Center for the Arts, running until March 27th. See, I've learned the information now. Uh, every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from 11 until... 11 until 5 p.m. Right. And we hope, right. yeah, we hope you'll come. I mean, we'd, we'd love to see you there. We'd love to, see, you know, you'll love seeing what, uh, what, we, what Donna has done. And uh, hopefully you'll buy something. So <laughs> come on by. I was just going to mention that this is a show and the pieces of art will be available uh, for sale as a fundraiser for the Willett Center for the Art. Is that yes. correct? Okay. And this is this is also in lieu of an opening, which currently isn't happening because of the pandemic. Well, if so possible, if possible, we'll, we'll do a closing party. I, I Again, I don't know if the uh, county will allow us or not. We'll have to check with that. Okay. All right. All right. And do you want to offer the website and the phone number again for people to contact the Willett Center for the Arts? Yes, contact manager at Willett's Center for the Arts, A-R-T-S. That's all one word. And the phone number is 707-459-1726. So WillettCenterfortheArts.org. And you just heard the phone number. And I'm sure the phone number is also on your website. Thank you so much, uh, Donna DiTerra who is the guest curator of this show coming up at the Willett Center for the Arts starting March 4th called Voices of the Earth. Uh, many local artists are, are displaying how they are hearing the voices of the earth in various in various mediums. And thank you so much, Gary Martin, curator of the Willett Center for the Arts, for being on Wild Oak Living today. Um, this, is, this has been a really enjoyable show for me to have. I'm glad we didn't get preempted. I will be back two weeks from today with another edition of Wild Oak Living um, Thursday, March is it th March 10th? Yes, Thursday, Thursday, March 10th from 9 to 10 a.m. Please join me and all the best for your show, Donna and Gary, and for the Willett Center for the Arts. Let's keep supporting thank the you, arts Joanna. in Mendocino County. Yeah, thank you, Johanna. This has been a production of Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. KZYX, Philo 90.7 FM, KZYZ, Willits and Ukiah 91.5 FM, and Fort Bragg at 88.1 FM. You can find more content like this on our website at kzyx.org, and consider donating by clicking the red donate button in the upper right corner. Thank you for listening.